Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. The podcast that explores the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Wastelanders and Vault Dwellers, welcome back to the Fallout Lorecast. This is our patron chat. It is the last day of January 2024, and we have a bunch of our patrons here to join me for our topic today, which I think is going to be a very interesting thing to talk about because we have some really very smart and uh, experienced Fallout players talking about Fallout quests. And we've done this before. We've talked about our favorite quests. We've talked about quests a lot, but we haven't talked about ways to spice up the quests in future Fallout games, whether that's Fallout 5 or maybe a New Vegas 2 or a future expansion to 76. So I've uh, given them the this concept, and I know they're coming up with all sorts of fun, crazy ideas, all sorts of ways of mixing the quests around, because a lot of time we get these quests where it's yeah, follow the MacGuffin or go talk to this person and that person's in trouble. So you save them from the raiders and you kind of go through all the same kinds of steps and a lot of similarities and quests. But how would you make them different? That's what we're talking about today. And in, to be here with us, some of our tier four and higher patrons, I'm going to read out everybody's name and on the count of three, you're going to make the sound of what you think it should sound like when you complete a quest. So here we go. Lil Green, Pumpkin King, Darth Odin, Void, AK Spartan, and Maverick are joining us again on the count of three. Here we go. One, two, three. I love when I do this and they don't all hit at the same time, like different people say things and then it just turns into this really long, weird sound. Um, Thank you for joining me again, everybody. Who has an idea, something that they think would be really cool to mix up questing? Void has his hand raised. Void, welcome back to the show. How's it going? It is doing great. I apologize for missing last month. I fell asleep. Oh, Um, well, you know, sleep is important too, so... Well, when you have a massive migraine, yeah. Um, anyway, I know so the feeling. My, go ahead. Go my ahead. idea for a quest, it's, I don't remember which one it was because I've never played it. It's either Fallout 1 or Fallout 2, where you could have a car or something. Um, I think it's 2. Right. If, I, if I'm remembering correctly. And, mm-hmm. But put that in the free roam world of like Fallout 4 and 76. And make it so that there's an entire clan kind of like the gunners or the raiders that have modified them for either off-road or dirt track races and then you have to race them and kind of customize or build your own oh that's cool like okay. you have to go you have to run around the map for different parts or whatever and it's kind of it's a long-term quest but it'll be rewarding in the end with caps and resources and everything yeah so it's kind of like a mad max thing right like vehicles in the wasteland absolutely combined with the building mechanics of like your settlement or uh your robots or whatever to kind of customize your vehicle um do you feel like they would have to design the map in a way to like really work well with this i feel like there's just a lot of junk laying around and stuff it's hard kind of for vehicles are all these like all-terrain vehicles what do you think so yeah, that's why I said it would either be off-road or dirt track. Yeah. And even then the vehicles would have to be pretty slow just to be able to make the map feel larger because 
as we as we know with Fallout 4, yeah, it's pretty big and that's why they have fast travel in it, but that's only walking and sprinting. Right. Right. But with a vehicle, yeah, you might get somewhere faster, but it's not necessarily faster than fast travel would be. Right. Especially so. off road, you're going to be dealing with like trying to get around trees and all the bumps in the road that kind of slow you down and, you know, like making sure right. you don't go into the river or whatever, you know. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. OK. All right. So this is a cool concept. So quests focused on vehicles. This is a longstanding thing about Fallout. People are like, I wish you could drive vehicles around the wasteland. What do the rest of you think? Let's open this up. What do you think? Vehicles, quest lines, customization. Who has thoughts on this one? Lil Green? I would say I'm I don't I'm not against having vehicles, but maybe not a car per se. Maybe like just like some sort of like off-road vehicle, like maybe just like a dirt bike or something like that would be more feasible and just but like even still just as fun. Like a dirt bikes or ATVs, like a single person yeah. or maybe only yeah, two single, people. Single person like or like just something a little bit smaller just that, so that it more I guess makes sense in the world. Yeah, it's a little bit because, more mobile. Because, you know, roads too. are not a thing that are prop or like that are intact in most of the games. So, right, right. That's what really you- my only reasoning about it. But like, I would love to see some sort of vehicle system or transportation system, because when we look at like 76 and just how long it takes you to go from one end to the other. Um, yeah, I like mean, that's it, a big map. It's four not, times the size yeah, of Fallout 4. It's huge. So, yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Void, what do you think about that? Like ATV vehicles and, and off-road bikes and things like that? So even having ATVs or off-road bikes, yeah, it would be a great improvement to your speed. And with 76, because I don't play it that much, I don't know actually how big that map is. So with that being said, with how Little Green put it, that map is huge. That would be a great improvement. Even if it were rideable mounts, as in like a centaur or radstag like creature uh-huh. that you could mount or even a even a wise moth man right right i'm because thinking about all, all the creatures all and how like you get like a giant mole rat <laughs> you just ride oh, around of course or or whatever mole rat brood mother yeah yeah right right that would be amazing okay any other thoughts on vehicles let's uh, we could go on for a whole episode about the kinds of mounts you could <laughs> you could put in a fallout game maybe we should save that for next month but um let's talk specifically about vehicles pumpkin you got thoughts on vehicles so you're, you're talking about that i was like you uh i'm amazed you're brave and just immediately go to horses but like I, I I respect a centaur hardcore. Yeah, well, I mean, horses like all. There's a bunch of vehicle. There's a bunch of creatures in Fallout. Horses are not one of the most common things that no, you see at all. I I, I the I, uh you said centaur and I was like I want them back. <laughs> And you said as rideable, and I was like, that's oh, even better. You hold on to, like, their mandibles or whatever in order to steer. Oh, God. Oh, oh, man. All right. Well, this is going to go sideways. Let's 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 table the whole rideable creatures thing, because that seems like an, an entire episode that we could do together. Uh, but this is a really fun idea, Void. I, I know a lot of people have talked about vehicles, and this might be a way to actually work it into the game in, in a way that kind of makes sense. So cool. Who would like to go next? Darth Odin. I see Darth Odin's hand up. Darth, what do you think about mixing up this the, or spicing up the quest lines? So you know how in certain games they have, you know, if you do like a good good version of that quest line, everything becomes pristine and beautiful or rebuilt. And then if you do the dark dark kind of 
ending it becomes kind of twisted mangled and dilapidated right yeah like the results that's, of your actions that's what I, right that was what i was thinking okay so you're talking kind of like they've done this in a number of games uh like the paragon renegade system in mass effect is kind of similar to this um the uh in games like uh bloodborne like as you become more uh, aware of things the world becomes darker and kind of shifts tone depending on the actions and decisions you make like this this works across a lot of games so you're saying give us the ability to choose the morally more upstanding or not upstanding decision and have some real effects on the way that actually plays out and changes the world. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it would be interesting to see how far does this go? Does it go like, let's say you help out a small encampment of people and then if you do it, if you help them out, then they get to rebuild and the place looks nice and and more pristine. And then if you work against them, maybe it gets destroyed. Or are you thinking like much more massive scales like uh, you do something uh, kind of the collective good or the collective negativity you do you do expands across the map like maybe if you are being evil there's more evil in the world and you have more monsters to have to deal with when you're wandering around or things like that yeah that's exactly what I was thinking like the bigger scope of it version bigger scope yeah yeah okay all right let's open this up what do you what do you all think about this like adjusting the entire scope of the game and the map, depending on the morals of what you decide to do. I, to be honest, uh, to be honest, I think it's a interesting concept to think about because there are, like you said, and I, and I have been listening while I'm cleaning out my semi. <laughs> no, that's uh, fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah. It, the concept is interesting to think about um, because exp- um, example is fallout three is super gray anyway. If you do more good things, you could see possibly more color in 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 that game, which would change the dynamic of it completely. Oh yeah, even just adjusting the like the visuals from a like a color perspective, a little bit more saturated yeah, it colors. it changes it completely. But it, it would, but if you do more, it, it could get worse, a whole lot worse. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. Or even just the weather. Like, you get a little bit more... The days are a little sunnier, and you you get birds chirping. And then if you do bad things, it's rainier, darker more often. The world just kind of matches the the tone of your actions. It's Mm -hmm. a fun way to think of it. Yeah, yeah. Anyone else want to chime in? Void? I saw Void's hand. Um... I think with that, like, it kind of goes with how Fallout 4 did their, like, brotherhood institute and railroad because whichever one you chose you kind of had to go with their morals mm-hmm. just because of like you wanted to get through the game um but i mean changing the whole aspect of the game would be really cool like how with what maverick was saying with like just the color shift almost from like the east coast to the west coast hue if you know what yeah. i'm talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. there yeah yeah everything's green on the east coast everything's more yellow and orange in the and brown in the, the the west coast um yeah yeah just changing even just changing the way the the color grading on the in the game would work could be a thing absolutely pumpkin did you had your hand raised too it's it's a cool concept i didn't really like I had my hand up because my brain had a thought and then I was like, that's not really a thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So all right. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a cool idea, Darth. I, I think this is cool. And it could have all sorts of ramifications, everything from, you know, color grading or the weather to how many creatures or enemies or raiders are out in the wasteland or who slowly takes more control of, of the area that you're in over time. Like, what if they do a New Vegas 2 and the more you help the NCR, the more you see NCR out in the world at settlements and things as their influence expands. But if you decide to go with, say, the remnants of the Legion or whoever else, right, then you see more of that stuff and more corruption around the places you go. And of course, neither side is perfect, but typically one side's a little bit more towards law and order than the other, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Okay. This is a cool one, Darth. Thanks for, thanks for this suggestion. Any last thoughts on this one, Darth? got to find the unmute button there you go um no i didn't have any more um <laughs> thoughts on this one all right. all right cool cool all right who would like to go next third one up pumpkin what's your idea so this is a very like, i think niche one and uh i want i need more like outfit based quests if that makes sense so you want to so play like, um, like fallout fashion uh kind of like uh like how there was the uh new vegas did like majorly where it's like uh, specific factions would attack you if you had certain other outfits on right people identify uh, you or, by what you're wearing right yeah or yeah. in like uh how fallout 4 had the silver shroud quest or there was also the mistress of mystery quest we i've realized that over time it kind of just died down i would love to see the whole faction thing come back and i would love to see more outfit interaction with npcs and stuff yeah no that's a that is a cool feature and something they haven't done as much in more recent games uh, how how extreme do you want to take it like do you take it to the I point where like the, I, I would like the faction style back where yeah. it's like if you're wearing a certain thing and this other faction will attack you i would like that to come back would you would you take it to the point where let's use the example of uh the legion because they're pretty much ready to attack anybody at any time but if you are head to toe dressed up as like as them and you walk into a camp everyone just kind of like lets you in they're just oh he's one of us clearly he's wearing our out our you know armor or whatever it'll or, be like uh, once you get to a start if you get to a certain point when you're wearing you're all so like i think new vegas did this is if you get too close mm -hmm. then they will start attacking you right like or or there's there's some sort of dialogue that comes up and you have to if you pass the dialogue yeah. you convince them that you're one of them but the dialogue becomes more difficult if you go from like just like the guards at the door compared to like the leader in the main room or something yeah. like that like they're way more yeah like that that is exactly like how i would how i had a thought of it okay yeah no that's that's a I, that's a cool idea i said very niche <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's something that is true to the series. It's it's a feature yeah. that hasn't been done as much uh, more recently. You're absolutely right. Uh, let's open this one up. What do you all think about uh, quests that engage with the way you're dressed up and how that plays out? Any thoughts on that? I like that idea is like, kind of what I'm thinking is going undercover. Just, oh yeah. We docked this guard out right here. We stole his clothes for you. And we're going to go into the Legion camp and you're going to uh, investigate and see what their weaknesses are. Maybe yeah. play an explosive here and there. Then during the actual final battle, you see the, well, fortification Hill, I guess. Boom again. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, and by like, the way, like, welcome Nova. You weren't here during the intro. Yes. Welcome. Hello. I'm glad you shut up. Sorry. No, Sorry. no problem. I was rushing home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So what you're saying is basically put Hitman in fallout. Yeah. Kind of. 
because yeah. that's what that is, right? Like you knock a guard out, you take their clothes, you go into the room. And as long as you don't get too close to somebody, they, you know, they don't figure you out. Or if somebody doesn't find the guard, then you're probably safe. But once they find the guard, people become more suspicious, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, putting different, because like, I'm, as far as I can remember, there's been no mission that's actually like that where you're like infiltrating, just trying to gather uh, intelligence. And I, I've always enjoyed those kind of missions and video games. And so I really like the idea of that kind of, I really like the idea of that idea or that concept being explored more in the game or being used more. Yeah, I got you. Okay. All right. Who else wants to chime in? Any other thoughts on this one? Did you guys, do you guys enjoy doing this in, in the games that you've played already? Darth, did you have a thought? Um, yeah, no, I mean, I enjoyed, uh, so what I did like for new Vegas is I would put on NCR clothing and then join the NCR and then I'd put on Legion clothing, join the Legion, but like as a spy kind of thing. Uh huh. Right. Right. So like get the inner workings and then report back to the NCR and tell them what's going on yeah yeah and you're able to do it because that would be dress up pretty effective for like a stealth build oh totally totally in fact you could even imagine uh an expansion to say stealth armor that doesn't just make you invisible that makes you look like you're wearing clothes of whoever you want to look like you're wearing clothes of in order to infiltrate right so if you want to look like you're part of the U.S. military and you're a Chinese spy, then you would put on a suit that makes you look like you have whatever credentials make sense for the room you're trying to go into. Right. That could be a, a fun play on that kind of technology. Um, so just another idea to throw out there. Any other thoughts, Maverick? Did you have a thought? I did have a thought. So so first, people are playing Secret Agent Man uh-huh. uh, in New Vegas, which I was never a part of. But I, I as a t- there are so many different factions that would go great with this idea in, in, in different games along with bringing back the karma system. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And some of the things we've talked about kind of touch on the karma system a little bit. It's been in the back of my head. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah, you could, yeah. you could play. I wonder if like the, even the amount of karma you have for a group makes them more or less suspicious of you when you're in their outfit. I would assume so. Something like that could play into it. Yeah. Interesting ideas. Um, did you have more? No, no, I was disagreeing with you. Okay. Okay, cool. I saw pumpkin pumpkin. Did you have another idea or did it, was it not an, was it an idea that was pretending to be an idea and then it wasn't? An idea? <laughs> <laughs> I do like the, the it affecting reputation. I, f- I feel like that would be a really good, I liked that. So that's, I'm just in agreement. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. Lil, Lil's got ideas. All right. Well, just going on with uh, one last thought. Um, the one thing I did actually enjoy about like other using other factions like um, outfits is how all the other NPCs and like regular people would react to you sometimes. And I would sometimes forget, oh, I'm wearing like the Legion or an Enclave or like just someone else that should not be here. And like, why is this person acting so weird to me? Right. And then you t- and then like you remember, oh, wait, yeah, no, I was doing that. I love that little bit. Like it, it doesn't just affect the faction. It affects like even like the NP, the regular NPCs. Yeah, so that was like a nice yeah. thing to have in the games. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think that was another piece of it. And uh, 
Uh, for some reason, I feel like if you were asked the devs, they would have said, oh, that's that's one of those things that is annoying for people because then they have to switch their armor or whatever. But I, I think that for the people who really want to role play in the world and feel like they're actually in a real world where people react realistically to you, then that totally makes sense. If you're if you're walking around an NCR settlement in full on Legion battle armor, then people are going to freak out like it totally makes like like they should freak out. That's that's a feature yeah. that makes sense, right? Or even like going back to four with if I vaguely remember the Silver Shroud missions and like if you were like doing the full Silver Shroud, people are just like, what's with this guy? <laughs> right. They're just weirded out by you. But it, like it just made it more immersive. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that is a good one as well. All right. Uh, <laughs> Nova, any other thoughts? No, not really. Okay. But it'd just be more fun, I think, because we have been missing that element of the game for quite a long time. Because you can walk into Diamond City just as a synth, basically, and everyone's like, oh, hi, how are you doing? Welcome to the noodle, noodle shop. Yeah, yeah, that is a little weird. I, I understand it takes a lot of extra work in order to make that happen, I would imagine, right? Like, you have to have extra voice lines for, like, everybody. You have to think about every possible version of the way this this could work and work it into the game. But again it's a traditional part of older fallouts and i think it, it totally makes sense to bring it back um if you can't get the role-playing element of a role-playing game you shouldn't be making a role-playing game in the first place <laughs> possibly yeah yeah <laughs> um all right let's uh we've got we got time for one more before we take our mid break i don't think little little green hasn't gone pumpkin king spartan maverick who wants to go next i'll go all right <laughs> little green um i know i'm gonna get some flack for this I know I'm going to get flack for this. Ooh, hot I take, want that hot take incoming. I want an annoying quest. Annoying, repeatable quest, possibly. Do, do people know where I'm going with... There we go. Pumpkin's notes. <laughs> um, like... <laughs> Another <laughs> shuttle me- needs your help. <laughs> yes. Like, I wouldn't mind that. Or, like, how um, I've never played Skyrim, but, like, Merida's Beacon. Like something like that, just yeah. like something that just randomly pops up, but like everybody knows what's going to happen with it after they've played it like once or twice. Right. So right. it has an now, iconic line that everyone's like, oh my God, I yes, every time I hear just this. Like, oh, this thing is coming. Yeah. Right. But like, I wouldn't want it as annoying as the settlement thing, like, you know, where it's like as soon as you finish it, it ha- it just starts up another one. That's like, no, like a little break between it, it just like randomly pops up and it's just like. And, you know, just having a little bit of variety to it, if, if possible. But, like, just that repeatable, like, you know, like, random quest that mm-hmm. gets on people's nerves and becomes the meme of the game. You know how in Skyrim there's the courier, and the courier somehow can find you wherever you are and, like, runs up to you and is like, oh, good, I've been looking for you. Here's a letter, or whatever, <laughs> right? Like, something yeah. something along those lines of, like, once you, once you connect with whoever the major faction is in the next game or whatever, uh, they're like, oh, we'll keep you abreast of the situation in case something happens. And you're like, okay, I guess. And you're like, see you later, going out to wander the wasteland. And then, like, three hours later, some someone comes running up and is like... Oh, good. I've been looking for you. Here's an update on the situation at our settlement. Yeah. You need to go do this right now. And you're like, what? How did you? Okay. And then you or go do 76, it. 76, you get the Appalachia like lottery commission, like uh, Mr. Handy, or I forgot which one it is. 
or insult bot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, insult bot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, but they, things. but they seek you out. It's like you can't yes. avoid it. Like, it needs to be something that like every ten hours in the game is some like you just happen to another one just like, yeah, like spawns uh, in and I've, finds you. I recently like bought seventy six on the PC and like I was playing it, but like and um. I don't know how I think like three or four times I'm in the middle of like a giant like just like just giant firefight and the Appalachian like lottery commission one comes up and is trying to interact with me. It was like, why are you doing this? right? Don't you realize that you're in danger right now? Stop. Yes. Yeah. No, that sounds great. That sounds really cool. Um, all right. Let's all open right. this one up. What do you guys think about an annoying quests <laughs> or right, repeatable so, stuff? So funnily enough, this is kind of going to be what I was going to say in a way and i do really i do enjoy these annoying this annoying quote unquote quests um if only there was like different solutions that was gonna be my idea was instead of you having to do is like we delegate it to someone else like because in fallout 4 you're the general of an entire army but apparently you have to go deal with with joe schmo down the way in his ghoul problem of three ghouls that are just wandering on a playground a, a playground five miles away from him if you could delegate, that'd be nice, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So at what point does it like even the delegation just kind of get it on your nerves? It was just like at, at some point, if you're just like delegating all of it, it just I would imagine it would just kind of feel tedious. Like, oh, okay, uh, one other one of these quests. OK, yeah, go go take care of it. it uh, move yeah, on. It, right. It, it would, but also would feel a lot more realistic. It would feel it would feel better in my opinion because then you could like feel like you're actually part of an army instead of you being the only member in an army. Yeah, I you know what that would like to take this a step further. If that stuff pops up only when you return to your base or something, yeah. like you walk in the room and somebody comes up to you and is like, "Oh, good, I'm glad you're here. This is the stuff that's happened recently. How do we handle it?" And you can be like, "All right, send send some uh, forces out to go deal with this one and this one. I'll take this one myself." Thank for the update and then you go like yeah you know th then it feels more like you're picking your mission that you're going on and especially if there's some really cool stuff in there or really cool rewards you get for doing that stuff or it changes the aspect of the way the world works or you know something something bigger than just like oh go shoot the people attacking the settlement and then come back yeah i did it you know like yeah, there, there, there also definitely be a lead up to get to that point though where you, you just you just don't just start the army and all of a sudden you have uh 50 guys that you uh get to work with no you have to right. recruit them you have to build a settlement you have to build facilities and everything and get the entire military infrastructure underneath you because then you have a sense of accomplishment where it's like the end game uh aspect to it what if what if once you're part of a faction and you meet other people out in the wasteland like wastelanders especially people out there who are really scrounging having a tough time you could basically bring them into your group you could be like listen you come work for us we'll give you a place to live we'll put food on your table but you need to be you know ready at whatever's notice to go do some of these missions and to help out or whatever like we'll hire you if you want to come live with us and then that's how you get more people in your settlement or your faction or whatever yeah that'd be yeah, cool that's that really good and you can have just like oh we have a, uh, enemy scouts over here spotted how do we deal with them no other things like that so it doesn't just repeat in missions like that it is actual like mil it feels like a military campaign is happening at the same time anyways though back to little green's actual thing <laughs> because we got way sidetracked yeah i do i do enjoy the redundant radiant quests to an extent Preston Garvey was too much for me because he is annoying, but <laughs> yeah, like always having something to do feels enjoyable. You don't feel like you're at a dead end. 
but it, it has to have be more rewarding. And I feel like a little bit more complexity to it would benefit. Like some quests mm-hmm. are just like, go here, get this or kill this thing. Other ones are, well, here's the problem. We don't know how to deal with it. And you have to kind of go on a little uh, uh, like side quest onto the normal quest or like ex- extend the normal quest out a little bit further. Or what if you actually complete it? Or what if they... Like so, you you enter the game from a gameplay perspective. There's all of these quests that you could potentially go do if you just happen to go to the right places and meet the quest giver. What if a way of revealing quests you haven't been done yet was through a situation like this? That's like, interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, like the yeah, game knows. The you haven't been to this homestead over on the side of the map and there's a whole quest chain where you help those people out and you go do whatever. But if you don't happen to find that spot of the map, you're never going to do that quest. But what if this was an option where it was like, oh, by the way, some people in this homestead are having some issues. Why don't you go check them out? And it just takes you not to these generated quests, but to actual main or side main main side quests. I guess we could call them, you know, in the game that might solve that and help you find all the things that you would want to do anyway. Yeah, yeah, because that would be a driving factor to complete the like to have a completion of the game in a more natural sense, rather than yeah. you look it up on the wiki. Like, okay, this I've done this quest, this quest, this quest. Oh, I haven't done yet. Okay, where do right. I go to get this quest? It would just feel better in yeah. a way, I guess. Yeah. All right, more natural, more intertwined into, into the world in a better yeah, sense in a natural way lil how do you feel about all of that we took your idea and we ran with it what do you think no i mean you guys are kind of hitting all the points that i would i would actually like agree with so like i just wanted like a repeatable like meme of a quest but like i did like i do want to have variety to it i don't want it to be like oh like as like has been said it's like oh go to this settlement and kill like the three or four enemies that are there right and then like it just repeats every time you come back. But I do like, even like if it's like a system where like you are building up like some sort of like force or group where it's like, Oh, I don't have to go to everything. I could just delegate people if need be. Right. So I do, I do like that idea to things. Cause like, I know like some games like uh, far cry f- six had something like that. And like you were, you like kind of like, you know, went along and like plans like, Oh, like I want them to do this at this time, this at that time. And then like, there's like something at stake for it as well. Yeah. So it just, it just has another mechanic to like, you know, break up things. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Good ideas. Tell you what, we got to take a break and uh, man, all this fun conversation, the, the episode just flies by. I'll try to do the mid break as fast as we can. And then we've got some other ideas to get to. So if you haven't shared your idea yet, be ready to do it. Here we go. General Atomic's finest, still eager to serve. All right, as fast as I can. Welcome to the mid-break. Thank you to our patrons, including those patrons joining me today and everyone else who supports the show, all 84 of you. And welcome to Taxing Mars, our newest patron. Thanks for signing up. I'm glad that you're here. And the SentryBot patrons get shout-outs every week. Germinator and SkyR, thanks again for your support as well. Also, we've got a new review that came from Apple Podcasts. This is from Belmont94 in the U.S. who writes, Best Fallout Podcast. This is the best show for Fallout, and I love the content. From fun 
important lore concepts in the most recent game show type entertainment. It's always enjoyable. I listen to every episode when it comes out and follow quite a few of the other shows as well. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Belmont. Uh, also, if you are interested in supporting the show, head to patreon.com slash follow Lorecast to check all the different tiers, the cool looking t-shirts, get ad free episodes, get episodes early, join us on chats like this, all that kind of stuff. You can also rate the show on Spotify, share it with your friends and do all the regular stuff. But if you've been here for almost 300 episodes now, you probably know all of that. All right, let's continue with our conversation. Here we go. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. All right, only three left. Who has an idea they want to share? Pumpkin, Spartan, Maverick? Pumpkin, it looks like you're ready. I've answered already. Oh, Pumpkin already went. Who who hasn't gone yet? <laughs> I'm, I'm losing track of who, who went. Pumpkin went, Darth went, Void went, Nova went, and Lilgrain. So we only have two left. Spartan I can go. and Maverick. Spartan, go for it. Yeah, I can go. Um, so I I think that something that I would be really cool is um, I was thinking about um, the ARPG Grim Dawn and how in Grim Dawn you can't get to even like certain other areas until you actually like build a bridge or build like a certain thing to traverse it. And I was thinking about like Fallout and how um, I just think it'd be fun for like building or like your impact on the like the world to expand beyond settlements like instead of just like having a settlement here and a settlement there and then like oh that's an established trade route like if you want to establish a trade route between your two settlements you have to like actually go out and like secure a bridge or like build a bridge or or like hold hold you know hold uh, or protect the you know your builders or whatever you know while raiders are coming and you're trying to build the bridge and, and that's how you establish the trade route is it's not just like oh i have two settlements here it's you know you're actually going out and doing it right and on the flip side you know if you were doing something as like if you wanted a you know a counter to that you could have something where you're destroying bridges and it's like if you're trying to be like a raider or something you're actively shutting down trade routes or or, or yeah. closing down other areas and changing the map that way uh, so okay so i can see i see a few ideas here you've got do you become a settler or a raider so are you building or destroying and then maybe the map is divided into subsections and you claim the subsections of the map basically you take power over the, over those subsections and then you can build a settlement and then if you want to connect two settlements you need to have claimed the other sections between those settlements which include building or destroying things along the path in order to open up trade routes and those kinds of things does that make sense so like the protecting the builders is part of claiming that section so let's say you've got you got two sections of the map we're with two settlements there's one in between that you have to claim in order to link them and so you have to let's say you're a settler you have to go clean out any of the bad guys that are along that trade route and then begin building the bridge or whatever you need to make between there and then maybe there are maybe they get under attack or whatever you have to fend off the attacks and eventually you clean up the area and now you've got this trade route built and over time you could overtake the entire map maybe you fix up the entire area maybe or maybe you destroy everything because that's what you want but like you could have like colors on the map change from like green to red depending on who's in control of it if it's a wild thing or if it's the raiders have owned it like that kind of thing what do you think about that spartan the, yeah the, the no I, on that? I i like that because that's kind of like it almost um 
like that type of like taking over the map would be cool just because i think that you could you could even do something where like once you clean up an area there's certain characters that like arrive and settle and there's like quests hidden behind like did you choose to protect an area or did you choose to kind of ransack it or you know to tear it down or destroy it because like i said like if you have characters that only show up once an area is like cleared and safe you could have it be like, you know, if depending on what choice you make, you, you know, you don't even see certain storylines and then there's replayability there. And then you want to go back through and make the other decision. Yeah. Or you claim it for a faction. It's maybe it's even more yeah. complex than just are you a settler or a raider? Like if you decide at some point that like, you know, you're working for the brotherhood, then you're claiming different parts of land for the brotherhood. And that pits you against maybe even just settlers. It is one thing to be like, all right, we're going to kick the raiders out of this area because we need to build a settlement here. It's another to be like, well, these settlers are kind of encroaching on our land. And it's, now it's a gray, morally gray place of like, well, they're not bad, but we need this spot in order to create a trade route. So maybe you, maybe that even gives you more options to enlist them and bring them into the group. And, and then if they push back against you, maybe you shoot them in the face, you know, or whatever. At least you have the options to decide what you're going to do f- to further your faction. And of course, it's Fallout. So not all the options are going to be black and white. It's going to be a lot of gray. Something like that. Yeah, I well, because part of what I got the idea, too, is because I've always wished that I could have like make a character that's just like a gunner. And there have been like gunner like missions and things like that. I always wish that was more fleshed out. And so like I got I kind of thought of the idea because I wanted to be on the destroying sides. <laughs> I didn't yeah. really think about some of the other stuff. Yeah. But I do think it would be cool, especially like your idea with like um claiming four factions. Cause like how I was thinking, like, if there are certain characters that only show up once you claim it or or protect a certain area like you could even do that for each faction like each faction only has certain quests that become available once that's claimed for that faction right right or maybe there's even more complexity where it makes sense to claim certain areas for one faction but other areas for another faction because you're trying to set up something Uh, or maybe you're trying to create conflict between the two factions because you work for a third faction and so you want to put them on borders next to each other you know like uh, like there could be all sorts of complexities in this um let's open this up pumpkin did you have a thought on this so I think Nuka World kind of did that kind of thing with the different gangs in with Nuka the World and their, their zones. You have to do the yeah. different worlds. But when you're this whole thing described with all the different that's that's the faction portion. But like the whole building and all that, it just sounds like Fallout Civ. Yeah, it is kind of Fallout Civ. <laughs> it is a little Civish. Yeah, yeah. But it's I think I do I think it's really cool and I would love to uh, if Fallout if you know Bethesda ever did something like that. It would be really cool to see how they did like. Minutemen or all these different all the different factions and even bring older factions like imagine doing Brotherhood and Enclave like that would be yeah just insane or or what if you can build uh, through certain quest chains and things that like that um, certain factions get along better with other factions and so what if the Minutemen and the Brotherhood end up kind of as allies and so it doesn't matter if you claim a section for Brotherhood or Minutemen it works for both and as long as they're still allies uh, and then maybe there's a quest line where you break that alliance and then all of a sudden those zones fall into warfare and if you go into that zone you see groups fighting each other or whatever or um like uh oh gosh i just had it <laughs> this happens when it's, it's just gone again it wasn't a real <laughs> idea don't worry <laughs> yeah it happens to me too you must be getting old um who else has thoughts it's not very old <laughs> it's, it's what happens man it gets you get old maverick 
You were breaking yeah, up. I, I, I know. Oh no, your your voice is all robot-y. All right, give it a minute. Yeah, give it a minute and try and chime in in another minute, and we'll, maybe it'll it'll fix itself. Anyone else have ideas? Nova, I do. It kind of sounds like what you were talking about before. With well, was it voids or was it um, Darth Odin's idea? I, I, I forget where you, where you said the more you follow a quest line, the more uh, people of that faction show up in the game. That's kind of what it's reminding me of. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you could tie that together. I think that was Darth talking about like. Yeah, I think it was Darth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, I would like it does. It does sound very enjoyable to have a like in a sense a visual progression of how well this faction is doing or how powerful this faction has become within this area of the wasteland. Is being able to see, oh well, they just created a fort over here, or okay, here's uh, them protecting a uh, protecting a caravan and instead of the caravan just hiring mercenaries. It is this faction saying, okay, well, um, we'll provide our services in exchange for a fee. Right. Like, yeah. 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 It would just kind of make sense, but then you go outside of that territory, and all of a sudden, there's no one of that faction. It's the other. It's the opposing faction that you might run across, and so I, I think it would make it would be really good. Uh, mechanic that we could that could be explored yeah we get bits and pieces of this in previous fallout games where if you go to certain places those places are clearly aligned with a specific group you know like uh, new vegas we talked about new vegas a lot in this episode like this area is controlled by the ncr and their their presence is absolutely clear this area is controlled by the legion this area is controlled by raiders or whoever right and yeah but it's not dynamic though is a thing right I'm talking right. about a dynamic no, no, absolutely. changing of the environment yeah yeah that's what i'm saying is that like you have the, we already have the foundation of that show up in so many games without the dynamic quality to add a dynamic element to that is just one step further. It's it's not like we're really changing the fundamentals of the game on, you know, uh, uh, on a deep level, because that's kind of how these games are already designed. Certain groups are yeah. in certain places. Um, like they so, say that's how it works. But in the actual game, it doesn't really work that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Unless there's like a one off quest where like it just happens. To... You take the castle, basically. That's right. what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's or, a few of those. Or maybe, Nelson but... or something like that. Right. Right. But uh, across the board, having the ability to do that would be would be way more interesting and dynamic. And I, I would imagine people posting videos like, oh, check out what happens if you take if you destroy the wasteland for, you know, the Legion or whatever. And then they go to each <laughs> of the zones and they're like, look at this stuff did you know that this easter egg shows up here like you know look how messed up all the world looks when everything's blown <laughs> up you know or whatever that, like that oh, could be super cool it's oh my a, gosh i turned the colorado red with the blood of the ncr right oh and it's gosh. actually red <laughs> you know like that would be amazing um yeah that's a cool idea this is a cool idea all right any other thoughts on this one lil this is giving me flashbacks to grand theft auto san andreas and the gang territories Man, that has, well, it's, was, been long time. That it's been a you long time. It's been a long time since I played that, that game. Too. And, and I'm just like, that took so long to get done. And like, it was, but like, I didn't mind it, but also like it, like it, like I, like the seeing, like remembering back to like, after you took over something, like you would see like the grocery gang, like in that territory and just subtle things would change. So like, yeah. I am all for this idea of just like, you like, working for a faction to take over certain like territories i love this idea because it just makes the game the biggest word we've been saying i think right th tonight is dynamic <laughs> yeah di di dynamic i, I, I was thinking about game. the same thing yeah maverick oh, we can hear Hold you on. now go ahead 
Yeah, yeah, I I better sell reception now. It's great. Woo-hoo. Um so so I was thinking the same thing that you were. Um um with all the gang activity cuz I play a lot of when I'm not playing Fallout, I play Grand Theft Auto. Shocker. Um but um yeah, I know the feeling how subtle things or even later in Fallout 4 when after you complete the main quest subtle things start to show up about which faction you chose to end with. Like there's more of that around, more of that faction around. So I, I see where you're coming from, but, and I think it's an interesting concept, but also it's like a giant game of risk. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of that like 4X kind of thing going where you're just playing with the map and uh, like it would have to be balanced in a way where it still feels like you're just playing through the game and you get these other interesting things that happen and less of like managing a map, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're getting close to the end of the show. Uh, Maverick, this is a fun idea. Uh, Maverick, do you have an idea you'd like to share to kind of wrap this up for us? I mean, I really didn't. I was okay. just along for the ride today because I just got off work. No, that's totally fine. You've, you've chimed in on other stuff. As long as everybody feels like they had a chance to talk and share some ideas, that's that's all that matters. So um, these have been some really cool ideas. I I always have to wonder, like, which of the devs are listening to the show? Are you going to get any, like, are they going to, is this going to plant some seeds and maybe we'll see them in the future somewhere? Uh, and who knows? The complexity of actually developing these things is always going to be more difficult than just coming up with an idea. But... You never know. Maybe some of this stuff shows up in future games and, and that kind of thing. So uh, thank you again, everybody, for being here and chat for being here as well. Let's go back through and feel free to shout out anything you've got going on, anything you want to put out into the universe or just, you know, say, hey, thanks for being here. See you next time. Any, anything like that. Let's go back through in order of what I can see on my screen. Lil Green, kick us off. You got anything you want to share? Um. No, just the same old, same old for me. If you uh, ever want to reach out to me, you know, I'm on the Discord. You can find me on Instagram on my photo page, Little Green underscore Photography. Uh, I'm slowly putting out more stuff and just planning out my year and figure out what I'm doing. Nice. So, well, thanks for joining yes. us again. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, dude. Uh, Pumpkin, you're up next. You got anything to share? Well, uh, just my Twitter. I'm. Uh, I've been thinking about what I'm planning on doing for my next cosplay. And uh, I can, um, I'm going to, the only hint I'm giving is Bioshock. Oh, all right. You're going to be a little sister then, huh? Is that, is that not it? Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm just going to rub to you and just stab with a needle. I'm like, I totally want to see that outfit. I want to see you dressed up as a little sister with like the big eyes. And... No, but the, uh, you'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. My, my, my Twitter is uh, the pumpkin kin. Eyes the the e is a three and the eyes are ones. There you go. Well, thanks. Thanks yeah. for being here. Thanks for putting up with my teasing. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> You're good. I'm having a day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, Darth Odin. Anything you want to share? Yeah, um, so I'm going to be doing a, a same thing as Pumpkin King. I'm going to be doing some cosplay. Oh, wow. Um, also a little sister? Eh. Oh, no, no, no. It's Star Wars related. <laughs> oh, okay. Leia. No. no I'm going to say Padme. Leia. Padme. It's not, not a female costume <laughs> not, of any sort? I was thinking. Not a female. Not, 
Not Ahsoka? Not a female character. Okay. No, not a no, female oh, character. No, okay, okay, okay. Slave Leia. Slave Leia. There you go. Slave Leia. What, what are you, what's your costume going to be, Darth? It's going to be Darth Revan. Ooh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Well, good luck with that. That sounds awesome. Um, and uh, you guys can follow me at uh, Odin the Hooded One on Twitch or uh, talk to me over the Discord or you can add me on Facebook, Ian Hedges. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here, man. Good luck with the both of you. Good luck with the whole dressing up thing. Uh, Void, you anything you want to share? Um, I mean, I'm always on the Discord. Uh, V zero one D six ninety six. Um, talk to me about your day. Do whatever. I'm a good listener. Talk about your mental health. Um, I'm on TikTok at the Avalanche Welder. I haven't posted on there in a while because I haven't. It's it's too cold here in the Midwest to work on my truck outside. So, yeah, yeah, um, I can imagine. But other than that, there's nothing. All right. Well, thanks for being here, um, Spartan. I know you've got stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, I am. So I guess the biggest thing I am one of the uh, the hosts of the Elden Archives, which is the uh, the Rocket Club FromSoft lore show covering Elden Ring and stuff like that. Right now, we have uh, seven episodes out at the moment, coming out every Saturday. So that's been a lot of fun. So people can check that out if they like uh, Elden Ring or FromSoft or anything like that. Uh, other than that, I'm on the Discord. Uh, the show has a channel on the Discord, obviously too. Um, but I'm on the Discord, so people can hit me up there. Um, other than that, um, gaming wise, I'm probably going to beat Lies of P tonight. Ooh. So that should be fun because I haven't beaten that yet. Nice. Um, but I'm right. I think I'm right up at the end of that, which that's been a lot of fun. But yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing. I've been doing working on the the podcast and then playing Lies of P and just hanging out. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, go check out Elden Archives. Get some of that deep Elden Ring lore because it's it's crazy. It's some weird stuff, man. That's awesome. All right, Maverick, I know you've got stuff, too. Yes, I got a ton of stuff. So if you like what you're listening here, just think of it. More mayhem all the time (laughs) every Thursday night because we stream on Twitch now. It's the Fallout Roundtable, y'all. There you go. Get get some mayhem in your Fallout. Mayhem and Fallout. It's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, we just released the episode 75 of the fallout round table. Uh, we just celebrated our second two year anniversary earlier this month. Um, and then another little podcast that I'm a part of three count thoughts. It's our wrestling podcast. Um, we just released episode number four relating to the Royal rumble pay-per-view that just happened this weekend, this last weekend. Um, cool. our thoughts, you know, on the card and stuff. Um, I don't have a Twitter because I don't, like that <laughs> that's totally cool but, man. <laughs> but if you want to find me I, I you can find through our show the fallout roundtable you can find us on twitter at fallout rtb on twitter you can send us an email fallartb at gmail.com you can uh, also subscribe to our youtube channel or do a rain dance subscribe. or send a letter in the mail or yes, rain dances also work as well. Uh, work I always too. look to the east, look to the west to find rain clouds. Mm. And then well, I'm also on Discord. Congratulations on two years. 
Thank you. Yeah. All right, go check out Maverick's stuff. Thanks for being here, Maverick. And then Nova. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, Nova, Nova, you're wrapping it up for us. All right. Just like we had last night. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I, I'm always on Discord. Uh, feel free to send me a message there if you want to get a hold of me. I also have a YouTube channel, which is Supernova, capital S, Uber, capital N, zero, capital V, capital A. Look for the Golden Retriever icon. I am currently working on a video about, well, the same video I said I was working on last time. I've just taken... It's taking a lot longer than I thought. It's about Voltec and how is an insurance company actually? Uh, <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also just bought. Uh, I also just bought what is essentially the Deliverer from Fallout Four, and I'm going to shoot it and I'm going to compare it to the in-game version of it. So, wow. We'll look for a video on that soon. It's a Makarov P64. Like that, the the Deliverer is based off the Walther PPK, and this gun is derived from the from the Walther P. Well, it's actually based off the Walther PP. Um, but this gun is based off it, and no, it's not 10 millimeter, because in real life, it would explode if it was. That's Just cr- letting you know. That's crazy. Also, you just said PP. Yes, I did. It's German, though, for a police pizza or whatever <laughs> it is, police pistol. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that sounds cool. The Germans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Cool, yeah, I found it at a gun show. I said I wasn't going to buy anything, and I uh, got home. I sent a picture to Logan. I was like, dude, guess what I bought? He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, go check out uh, Nova's uh, YouTube channel. Lots of people making all sorts of cool stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining me. This has been super fun. Chat, thanks for being here. And, of course, you know where my stuff is, robotsradio.net. For the rest of my lore shows about other Bethesda games, or Lord of the Rings or all that kind of stuff or a bunch of other creators on the network as well making cool stuff. Uh, So go check that stuff out and thank you for being here. I'll be back next week with a regular episode and then hopefully I'll see a bunch of you all at the end of February which is a shorter month. So maybe it'll be a little bit sooner. Uh, Stay safe out there. See you all later. plug into everything else we're doing check out robotsradio.net reach out to me on twitter at robots underscore radio check out the robots radio rocket club where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast starting a new podcast or helping your current podcast grow there's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well and you can always talk with us and the entire community over 2,000 people on the robots radio discord Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time.